as much as we'd like to believe that we only have eyes for our partner or that person that we're with, you know, biology says otherwise. Once we get past the honeymoon phase of the wiggly eyes and oxytocin, the novelty of our partner can wear off a bit, you know? Unfortunately, human sexuality is partially weird around novelty. All the time, people say to me, how do you not get jealous? Or how does he not get jealous of the way you guys interact with other people? Whether it's at the gym, whether it's at work. We are not only capable of finding our other people attractive, we are capable of a lot more than that as human beings. Mm. But we also have to have a limit as to how far we can go. This is, like I said, biology. So but what we can control is our actions towards those feelings. So do you ever envy those so-called hashtag couples goals? Well, you know, when you first fall in love with someone, you get butterflies every time you see them. You lust them. You're infatuated with them. You want to be with them all the time, like best friends. Do you want that to last forever? Together, let's discover what it takes to say a massive yes to all the above. Through our topical discussions, our world-renowned guests that will help guide the way to a happier, sexier, and fun-loving relationship. We're not doctors or therapists. We are just two normal individuals who have had many ups and downs in our 23-year relationship. And counting. We've amassed our own wisdom over the years, but we're still learning, just like you. Nina and I believe you can have it all and still live your best lives, as long as you're willingly and consistently discover each other in new ways. And that right there is what the show is all about. We're Nina. And Roger. And this, this is The, the Real show. show. Yeah, baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Head Over Heels show. Before we start, I want to say an amazing happy birthday to my beautiful, gorgeous, spectacularly sexy Adonis of a wife, Nina. (laughs) (laughs) You make 45 look damn good. (laughs) Thanks, baby. It's because of you. Because of me. The way you make me feel. She feels damn great. I felt earlier today. So. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great birthday present, let me tell you. (laughs) We had some good fun with some friends. Over the weekend, and I want to thank all those friends that came out. We made a, a day to remember. For sure. It was a really amazing birthday weekend. Thank you to all of you who showed up and made it you know, as beautiful and as amazing as it was. Love you all. <laughs> so your birthday actually lands today on the day that our episode comes out. Isn't that fun? It's fun. It's <laughs> great fun. So we're going to have some fun tonight with our family, with our kids, do some dinner or whatever. Whatever the heck mama wants to do. I have a few things up my sleeves. We'll see if it pans out. There you go. Let's see what we can do and have fun with them. I'm sure the birthday celebrations are going to continue. Well, it's supposed to be a month-long celebration, so I am not done. (laughs) If you are, then you tell me now. Otherwise, I'm going to continue partying. (laughs) Nah, we're always celebrating, Nina. It's all good. We can continue as long as you want. Maybe it's 45. 45. 45. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Can't believe I would ever make it this far, but hey, Could look at me. Could believe you make it to 55, 45? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't when you? When I was younger, I used to say, I make it to 30 and that's it. Really? <laughs> yeah. The hell? Why would you say that? Because I lived in a war-torn country and making it to 30 was a big deal. So go. yeah, 45, I'm here. <laughs> I'm grateful for every second of it. I can't wait for the next 100 years to come. There you go. With you. We'll be on our podcast saying, Nina's 145 today. I know. <laughs> 
they might come up with something to inject us with that keeps us alive for that long. You never know. I'm waiting for it. Would you want to? Would you want to stay alive that long? Like it depends. How are you going to look and feel? Well, that's exactly what it depends on. It depends on how I would feel first of all, and how I would look. You never know with man-made science and everything that's out there. Shit's coming out every day. You never know. Yeah. We might be frozen for a little bit and woken up. But you don't like the cold. I'll be frozen. <laughs> but you don't like the cold. <laughs> if that means I'm going to wake up looking exactly like this in 100 years, I'll do it. But only if it's guaranteed. But we both know. But you're not living in it. Nothing yeah. in life is guaranteed. Yeah, but you're not living while you're frozen. It'd be a tough one to choose. Do you want to wake up when everybody you know is gone? Well, I've never had an issue with starting over, so Maybe. I think I'll make up. I'll make a new Let's life. start over a hundred years from now. Let's <laughs> figure this shit out. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Speaking of starting over and hundred years and you know all these great things, I'm going to straight into the one of our review from Apple Podcasts. Who do you got this time? Today's five star reviews come from Adriana. She says. Hi, friends. It's Adriana from TikTok. <laughs> Love you, Adriana. Just wanted to say hi. And also, I want to let you know that I've listened to one of your episodes so far. And so far, I'm in love with this podcast and both of you as a couple. Thank you for being so amazing and allowing us into your love life and giving us some great advice. As always, love, Adriana. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you, mama boy. We love you. And please keep those reviews coming because these are what they feel. They, they literally feel the fire inside us and they want us to keep doing this more. So the reason knowing, why we're here every week, yeah. Right. Knowing that we're adding some value to your relationship, to your love life, to your life in general, makes us really happy and makes us want to do this over and over and over. And we really appreciate our TikTok family and even our Instagram family, people that we know all over social media. TikTok's been a huge part of the, the growing success of this podcast. You know, just making a lot of new friends that we would never, ever, ever, ever meet. Not just new friends, baby. New friends from all over That's the world. That's what I mean, yeah. I always talk about getting out of your comfort zone, getting out of your own little environment, your space, and going out there and mm -hmm. see what other people are like and doing. And TikTok has brought us to that point of our life that we can meet people from all over the world and love them and not judge who they are and who, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just from the little squares that we see on those little videos. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's good fun. And some people, some of these people that we're friends with don't even post anything. It's just that they, they're with us on our lives all the time and we get to know them. So it's a, it's, it's a very neat platform. It's like right? that show, Love is Blind. You fall in love with someone that you don't see. There you go. And I find TikTok is the same thing. Mm. I don't see these people. I forgot about that show. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. I don't, we don't see these people, but yet I'm in love with this community that we built on TikTok because they're so genuine. Mm. We're so real. We're ourselves with them 100% of the time. Yeah. And that's what I love. And that's what I love about this podcast as well. What you hear on this audio is us 100%. And even the stuff that Nina posts on Instagram all the time, she posts in our stories, pretty much our daily vlog. This is what we do. It's, it's, it's not all smoke and mirrors. It's not. I mean, it might be just the best parts and we don't post obviously the arguments and all that stuff, but we do have them. I do post early in the morning when we both look like shit. <laughs> Say, look, Speak for yourself, this baby. is what we look like in the morning. What do, you, <laughs> do you wake up beautiful? I wake up gorgeous as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Smoke up your ass, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why I love you. But it's true. I post shit all day long that we're doing from our workouts, from our eatings, from our, you know, waking up with 
literally makeup smudged down my face. I don't really care. You know, that's what the filters are for sometimes, but it's 100% us. So I love that. That's what, that's what I like between the two. You got Instagram that kind of lets you post like little pictures here and there, little videos, little daily stories. And then TikTok, you, you kind of post more creative, funny stuff, little messages and that stuff. But the lives on TikTok is what? They both all speak different platforms. about what we are, who you are, you and I, and what our relationship is all about. And you know what? Not everybody's going to love it. Not everybody's just like everything else in life. You got, you know, your diehard fans and you got your, what are they called? Trolls, <laughs> haters. Yeah. that They love you, but they love to hate you. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of diehard fans, we did a giveaway last week and we actually pulled all the names of the people that reposted the episode. The people that follow the rules? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that did what they, what they had to do to win the uh, prizes. And basically what we're giving away is a $100 Amazon gift card. The second giveaway will be our date box, which is a large canvas with paint colors. And mm -hmm. you basically do the painting with your bodies. And we even got the stuff to help you clean up. You're basically having sex on the paint uh, with the paint all over your body. And you put paint all over you and you just make out together and you create this beautiful <laughs> masterpiece and yes and you tag us in it yeah so anyways let's pick out the names so we got the names right here in the hat i'll pick one you pick one all right actually they're in the bowl but <laughs> i've got who do i got i've okay, got hold on, hold on a second this is the amazon gift card first i'll pull for the date box and you pull for the gift card how's that there you go all right let me who i got i've got Drum roll, please. <laughs> I got Malcolm X85. Woo! Yeah, baby. I can't believe you won. And first was, time a guy won on yeah, the show. Yeah, first time. And who's that? That is... That's Vino's brother. Vino's brother. Is that what yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Thank you for reposting. I fucking love this. I love this. Okay. Hopefully you got somebody to make the, to paint the, that canvas with. I know you'll make the best use of it. So let's see. What else? What do you got, baby girl? I've got the Amazon gift card. Let's see who's going to come on. Oh, my God. Athena Fantini. Yeah, baby. Fantini. Cool name. Yes, Athena came from our TikTok, and she's also from my friends on Instagram. And we've been chatting a lot lately. I love it. I love it. Well, thanks for everybody who helped us out by reposting and tagging and all that stuff just to kind of help this podcast grow a little bit yeah and you know hopefully you guys enjoy the prizes absolutely so congrats to athena and malcolm and uh will we do these these prizes one, once a month we just like for you guys to love and share our product and you get to win yeah and sometimes we do a little bit more than once a month it depends on the guests if they have anything to, to give away or right. if they want to you know participate what are we getting to next so today we're going to talk about five healthy relationship habits they're really really important so Take some notes because these are going to be really, really good to have. And the reason why I brought these up, because we have our own tagline that Raj and I use for years now. We always say, we wish you what we have. Now, this phrase is not to, to show, oh, look at us. We're the we're perfect couple. We have everything that we need. You know, it's not that. It's a really an endearing way of saying that what we have it's perfect for us. Yeah, we enjoy everything that we have. And it's true, though. This is this is a tagline that was way before this podcast. It was something that we'd go to a wedding and we'd sign the card and, you know, love, happiness, blah, blah, blah. We wish you what we have. And it's not... And because we really do believe we have everything that yeah. we need for us and yeah, our so relationship. It's not, it's not a conceited thing, like Nina says. It's just, we know that we're happy. We know that the way we communicate, the way we hang out with each other, what, what we do, we love it for us. 
And I know that you people out there might not be able to get to enjoy that kind of relationship with your partner being with them all the time or... Well, a lot of people don't can relate, right? Yeah. That's the thing. They can relate. And, and we're here to help you out. We're saying that this is how it's, we want. It's the good stuff that we're yeah. talking about. Not yeah. necessarily the all the stuff because we live a, a, our lives a certain way. It might not work for you guys. It, it might not be the favorite thing for you guys to have. But the little pieces, the little nuggets in between is what we're talking about. We're talking about the, the communication, the love, the respect, the everything. And that's why the five habits here will be something good to kind of to have as your stepping stone yeah, to your religion. it'll complement what we're talking about here. And where I got them from was, was really from John Gottman. And if, for those of you that don't know who John Gottman is, he is literally the god of intimate relationships. And he has been doing this for more than 40 years. And he practically literally invented the field of good relationship and good marriage. This whole thing from this process of he did was called Thin Slicing Relationship. It's a technique where he hooks up couples up to like a series of biometric devices and he records them having short conversations and he goes and analyzes all these little pieces looking for biometric data, looking for body language, looking for tonality and specific words chosen. And then he, he sits down and says, okay, this relationship will last this long. He's so specific to almost a, to a month. He's like... This relationship will last for a year. Yeah. This relationship will last for 10 years. And he but, is incredible. But these studies will last sometimes 10 years. Like he'll he'll do that. He'll do the biometric measures and all that stuff. And then come back to you 10 years later and see how you stand and how, where you are as, as a couple or in a relationship. His findings, most of them were accurate. His process boosts a staggering 91% success rate in predicting whether the newlywed couples will divorce within 10 years. I mean, holy shit, how specific is that? 91%. These results, they have never seen anywhere else in terms of the research of love and relationships. Nobody does it. Nobody does it. Like no, he's number, number one. And I love all of I mean, I've read a couple of his books, but I want to read all the rest of his books. He is amazing at this stuff. And a lot of our ways of doing our relationship unconsciously mm comes from that, yeah. from, you know, from his learnings. We take tidbits from everything, but, you know, this was a good one. This is one we read and we said, you know what, this, this would make perfect sense to go with that statement of we wish you what we have. All right, so let's get started. What's number one of the five healthy relationship habits? So one of the, one of the ones that he says all the time is letting some conflict go unresolved. You know, in relationships and marriage therapy and all that, they always say to resolve all the conflicts, to resolve all the conflicts. Well, that's not always true. You don't need to always resolve all the conflicts. John Gottman says in his 40 years of researching, some of the best marriages that have been together for 30, 40 years have a lot of conflicts that have not been resolved. It's the, the whole saying, don't sweat the little things. Exactly. You want to resolve the big conflicts. You want to resolve the stuff of... Uh, that is going to linger in your head and you're not going to be able to move past it. The way I look at it is, you know, when I say don't sweat the little things, you watch videos all the time of these so-called Karens out there yelling and screaming at somebody for something that is absolutely ridiculous, the way they park their car or whatever the hell it is. You know, don't be the, the Karen in the relationship. No, you know what I mean, I don't. don't sit there and nitpick every little thing he does or she does. Because some of those things, is just their personalities, the way they are. You know, the point is, is when it comes to understanding what makes a long-term relationship succeed, Gottman says, the idea that couples must communicate and resolve 
all their problems is a myth. It really is, because like I said, some of the longest relationship that he's worked with have still persistent unresolved conflict, mm -hmm. but they work. The marriage works really well. Like us, 24 years. Does that mean I love everything that you've ever done? Fuck no. I still have conflict with some of the So shit. what are the things you don't like? Okay. <laughs> Give me well, one. Just to think top of my head, you doing the dishes, okay? Oh, I don't like when I do dishes? Okay, I won't do them anymore. Well, no, I'm never <laughs> doing them. That was our agreement. I never do dishes. But the thing is, I still don't like the way you do the dishes. Do I complain? No. I still pick up sometimes a pot and it's like oily or whatever. I'm like, fuck. But you know what? But I let it go. It's not a big fucking thing. It's not a deal breaker in our marriage. Yeah. You know? But I still refuse to do them. Yes. I'll still let you do them. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why you don't complain is because you don't want me to stop doing them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so that, it's funny because if you sit there and say, what is the things that we, the conflicts that we don't bother trying to resolve anymore? And it's that's one of them. It's, it's you having to tell me how to do everything, the smallest, littlest thing in the world. If I'm tying my shoelace, you're gonna have a better way to do it and you're gonna feel the need to But it's it. funny, you used to complain about it before, like large, we'd have yeah. arguments about this. Would you stop controlling me and tell me what to do? And we would fight. I'm like, but I'm not. But now, it's been years since we fought over this issue. Do you Yeah, do you well, it's, it's, I won't say it's a losing battle. It's just, it's a pointless thing to fight about. You I, live with it. it. Yeah, because it happens, you know, umpteen times a day. And if I fight about it every single time, then we're going to be fighting umpteen times a day and it's a pain in the ass. But it doesn't bother you as much as it did before. Because no, no. to me, you're not doing this just the way I want. It doesn't bother me as much before because I'm like, what the hell? It's a tiny little part of our life that does not make sense for me to fight over. So I'll just let it go. Yeah. I'll just hire a clean lady. Okay. There you go. She just doesn't want me to stop doing the dishes. So no, let's, let's never. So basically what he says, successful couples accept and understand that some conflict is, is inevitable and that there will always be certain things that they don't like about their partner or things that don't agree with. All that is fine. You shouldn't need to feel the need to change somebody in order to love them. And you shouldn't let some disagreements get in the way of that. Otherwise, be a happy and healthy relationship. Make sense? Absolutely. So people, it's healthy to let go of some of the conflict and just let it be unresolved. Yeah. It's healthy. The little. It's number one. Yeah. What's yeah. number two, baby girl? Number two is, hmm, you ready for this one? Being willing to hurt each other's feelings. Mm. A lot of times as couples tend to think, oh, our marriage, our relationship should be perfect all the time because we are perfect. We're not perfect. We're human. Humans have emotions, have, uh, we, we think of a lot of things, unnecessary things sometimes gets in our mind. You know what? Don't be afraid to say what you feel. Um, and I got a, a perfect little story about this, about this, but that happened a while back. Nina went out with a bunch of, you know, moms from the area. They would do it once a month or once every couple of months. I don't remember what it was. And you do different things every, every, every time you went out. And one time I remember you, all the girls went out and you went to like a, a lingerie store. And oh, I remember that. Yeah, oh you were just chill. Like it, wasn't, those things. <laughs> it wasn't even open. It wasn't open. You guys went there. It was closed. Oh, for it was you guys, it was private. Yeah, private, it was a private event. A little private event for, for you guys. And you were drinking wine and saying funny shit and all that stuff and trying on lingerie. And the women all sent pictures to their husbands. And I guess all the other women sent the pictures to their husbands. And they were like, oh, my God, that's so gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. 
And Nina sent me a picture. Mind you, I was with a client at the time, but she sent me a picture and I looked at it and I said something like, hmm, that's nice. And that was it. And then afterwards you confronted me and you're like, oh, I, I felt disappointed because, you know, everybody was sending pictures to their husbands and they were like, oh, that's so sexy. You're gorgeous and all stuff. And I sent it to you and you're like, hmm, that's okay. And I'm like, to be honest, I mean, I didn't get into detail, but I didn't particularly like the outfit. You have stuff that's way sexier than that. And I felt it was a almost like, I don't want to say old people lingerie, but that's what it looked like. And it was but just... See, if you had told me at that moment, instead of saying, uh, and let it go, I wouldn't have bought that. That shit was $400. I've never worn that shit, really? ever. Yes, it's not, exp it not cheap. I thought it, was, it would look good, you would enjoy it. Did you ever wear it? I've never worn it <laughs> since. Have you ever seen me wearing no. it? No. It was $400 at that time. I was like, and this was, mind you guys, 15 years ago. But it's still like, if you had told me, babe, it doesn't look good on you, I wouldn't have spent 400 bucks yeah. on that shit. But, you know, he sent it, and I knew that that's the options you had, and I just didn't get into details. But, yeah, if I would have said something, it would have not only saved me $400, but when I told you about it, you felt better. You're like, oh, see, I love you. You know what I would like in terms of what you would like. Kind mm. of thing. And it just, the way we I was truthful to you in the end made you feel better as opposed to... Makes sense. Yeah, yeah when I, I said there, honest. I told you a fake truth and said, mm, yeah, it's see, nice. There you go. And you didn't like it because it wasn't sincere enough. For yeah. Me. So you weren't honest enough with me to tell me that. So that cost you $400. <laughs> <laughs> next time. Be honest, it won't cost you money. Next time, don't fucking lie to your wife. But it's true. The last person you ever want to censor yourself with is the person that you love. So it's really important to make something more important than, than your relationship because and making each other feel good all the time because that cost you like exactly what happened here and it, and it also made didn't make you feel good when i gave you a, a fake a fake uh, compliment yeah I, exactly because i know you i know you if if i feel uh, you know that you're telling me something i, I can tell it's not real but if it, oh maybe he will like that you know but i mean you don't have to be rude about it you're not going to sit there and you know if she's going to walk up to you and say do these pants make me look fat you're not going to say well the pants have nothing to do with it <laughs> you know no I mean? exactly i mean <laughs> You do. You should, you should say that because if I know you don't see what I see in them, I don't want to buy that. I want to. I don't want to wear that. I'm wearing to look good. But you're also my man. I want you to be able to tell me the truth and say, "Listen, I enjoy this." Like the other day, I woke up and I said to you, "Baby, I'm having one of those days." I knew I wasn't going to be good to be around you. Yeah. I was feeling the worst that day. I was PMSing pretty bad, and I was honest enough to say, "Baby." I'm not going to be good company today. You said, I know. I know. You got ready and you <laughs> left. You decided to work outside of the house. Yeah. Do you know how much I love you for that? I love you for giving me that space to be honest with me. Say, you know what? I'll give you that space. You need it. But I know that day would have been worse because I would have been there egging you on and you would have been reacting and it would have been a no, stressful day. Yeah, but if I feel smothered sometimes, which I did that day, and I want more time alone, I need to be able to be capable of saying that without having to blame you or blaming myself or to needing to be alone. And I need you to be able to be honest with me and have to say, I got you, I got your back and not feel like I've uh, hurt your feelings yeah, because I insult you because I want to be alone. And you vice versa. If you feel like you need to have your own time or your own anything that you need, you got to feel honest about it to tell me despite feeling the unpleasant feeling that request might generate you know because yeah. we're a couple we're married forever and sometimes I, I'm like I don't want you around me I don't want you to say the same thing and it's okay mm. 
I don't want you to feel like, oh, this is the end of the all, like it's done and we're divorcing just because I said, I don't want you here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, these conversations are crucial for your relationship if you want to maintain a healthy one. It needs to be said from both peoples and made clear that I need this time. I need this mm. from you. Yeah. Or I don't need this from you. That's it. Perfect. And number three is feeling attraction for people outside the relationship. I like this one, actually. This one is a good one because we, I mean, we went through so many phases in our relationship for a while at the beginning. If I would look at another girl, you would lose your shit. And yeah. if flirt, well, kind of, yeah, flirt or give a compliment to somebody else. It would bother me. Well, I said flirt because that was my thing yeah. when I was in my early twenties or when it's I was still younger. your thing. It's still I, my, I still thing. my thing yeah. too. And I would always say, but I would say it more. I was more vocal about it. I said, I'm flirtatious. I can't help it. Yeah. I don't mean to do anything about it. We both grew up like in the service industry, being a waitress or being a bartender, bartender or oh salesperson or all that stuff. You kind of got to give a little bit of your... True self. Yeah, true self there. That's me. And, I, and told, that's, I told you yeah. you from the day I met you, I'm a flirtatious person. And build a person. connection and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I don't know if it ever bothered me, but I think it bothered me when other people told me about it. You know, when you were in the nightclubs working and my friends would say, oh, look at her flirting with that guy, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't be able to hang out in a nightclub because I would leave there pissed off because my friends egging me. Because out. someone else put that yeah. in your head, but you knew who I was and yeah. what I was all about from day one. And that's why you accepted it. Yeah. Well, I knew you to, where you would be at the end of the night. Yeah. So, well, you know, <laughs> in your bed. Yeah. As much as we'd like to believe that we only have eyes for our partner or that person that we were with, you know, biology says otherwise. Once we get past the honeymoon phase of the wiggly eyes and oxytocin, the novelty of our partner can wear off a bit, you know? Unfortunately, human sexuality is partially weird around novelty. All the time, people say to me, how do you not get jealous? Or how does he not get jealous of the way you guys interact with other people? Whether it's at the gym, whether it's at work. We are not only capable of finding our other people attractive, we are capable of a lot more than that as human beings. But... We also have to have a limit as to how far we can go. This is, like I said, biology. So but what we can control is our actions towards those feelings, towards those you know, attractions, towards that, our perspective of that. So if I'm seeing a, a gorgeous man outside, I'm like, fuck, he's gorgeous. And I will tell you in your face, he's gorgeous. Am I going to go asking for his phone number? Maybe I can call him later on. No, I'm acting up on those feelings. I don't want to act up because I appreciate what I have mm -hmm. when I see a beautiful human being. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's gorgeous, but my husband's got that and more. Yeah, yeah we appreciate you beauty. Know? We appreciate beauty. And I think it helps us with everything. It helps us with our own confidence. I can sit there and say, oh, that girl's hot and you can reciprocate or you can say, oh, that guy's hot. And I say, yeah, he's a good looking dude. You know what I mean? And, and I say that sometimes too. I mean, you know, we meet people and like, that guy's a really good looking dude, like a nice, charming, good looking dude. You know what mm -hmm. I makes us feel better about ourselves, makes us actually try harder to look better ourselves because we appreciate beauty in other people. But think of it this way. If you were to hate on your man every time he looks at somebody or hate on your woman every time she looks at somebody, we're going to do it. I don't know. I guess it's our, in our nature to sit there and, and enjoy beauty and, and have, like you can't control really the, the words that you're coming up in your head. So you might see a girl walk by and say, oh my God, look at that dress. Look at how she feels it, blah, 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 blah. But if you have to hide it from your wife, or your partner, then they're going to do it in hiding because it's going to happen. It's just going to happen. And it feels good to, you know, maybe 
talk to somebody that you find extremely attractive. Like I said, it helps your confidence and boosts your testosterone or your, what do the women have? It wasn't coming out. So it would force them to do it in hiding. Yeah. And if you're doing something in hiding, then it's much easier to act on because you don't know about it. So let's say you do talk to this person and they give you the attention back and you're like, mm -hmm, and you continue and continue and continue. Then you might end up banging your receptionist in a broom closet somewhere. If you're open about it with your partner in your relationship and they know that you said hi to this girl and you talked to her, blah, 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 then you'll know not to pursue it a little bit more. You know what I mean? That you're going to get caught. Yeah. I want to actually read this quick article for you and for our for you, our listeners, for you as well, Roger, because I don't think you've, you've read this before. This was written by Mark Manson, one of my favorite author of all times. He wrote an article regarding this, this as well, mm -hmm. about feeling attraction towards other people. He said, okay, I'm going to read it from here, okay? You ready? Yep. He, says, he says, we are not only capable of finding multiple people attractive and interesting at the same time. It's a biological inevitability. What it isn't inevitability is our decision to act on the attraction or not. Most of us, most of the time, choose not to act on these feelings. And like waves, they pass through us and leave us with our partner very much the same way they found us. This triggers a lot of guilt in some people and a lot of irritational jealousy in others. Our cultural scripts tells us that once we're in love, that's supposed to be the end of the story. And if someone flirts with us and we enjoy it, or if we catch ourselves having occasional sexy time fantasy, there must be something wrong with us or our relationship. But that's simply not the case. In fact, it's healthier to allow ourselves to experience these feelings and then let them go. When you express these feelings, you give the power over you. You let them dictate your behavior for your, rather than dictating your behavior for yourself. People who suppress these urges are often ones who eventually succumb to them and suddenly find themselves screwing the secretary in a, in a room closet and having no idea how they got there in the first place. People who suppress these urges are often the ones who project them onto their partner and become blindly jealous, attempting to control their partner's every thought, controlling all of their partner's attention and affection onto the people who suppress these urges are often the ones who wake up one day frustrated with no conscience of understanding why this happened to them. And they say, do you remember when we were in love? So basically, looking at attractive people is pleasurable. Speaking and thinking about attractive people is pleasurable. So don't dampen that part of yourself. Just don't act on it. If you meet someone that is beautiful, enjoy it. Take it in and move on. You have a partner to go to? Go enjoy your partner. <laughs> and enjoy those things with your partner. Yeah. Because like we said, beautiful people are great to look at. Beautiful to you is, might be beautiful to your wife too. Yeah, and enjoy the attention. Meanwhile, while you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next one? The next one is called spending time apart. Mm, okay. So this one I find we have a little bit of trouble with now because we spent a lot of time together. But it wasn't like that our whole entire relationship. No, we like, spent time apart. A before. lot of time apart. Like we, there was a good year that we lived five hours from each other after two years in a relationship you had moved to toronto and i stayed in ottawa that lasted about a year until we moved out here but I, I do find that now it's a little bit more difficult just because we decided to get into the same careers and by moving to toronto i don't have any of the friends that i grew up with and 
you didn't grow up here, so you don't have any of the friends you grew up with. Mm -hmm. So all our friends became mutual friends. Yeah. So we have a lot of mutual time together because of it. We know what it is, too. When we fall in love as human beings, we develop this irrational belief and desire to be with that human mm -hmm. all the time. And it just becomes intoxicating. But at the same time, you're like, you can't let go, you know? What he's trying to say here is, don't be consumed by your partner. Have your own identity. Live on your own terms. Take time to be alone so you know who you are, so you have your own values and your own goals in life. And when you come together with your partner, you bring your or hers as well, and then they become one, and then you live on those values. Don't just into get intoxicated and fashion with that person and take on their role. Yeah. Because the, the person that they fall in love with is not that. Yeah, exactly. You know? They fall in love with who you are. And so if you become something else yeah. that's not you are, then the relationship is going to fucking yeah. suffer. It's going to fall yeah, apart. If you change yourself to match them, you might lose the things that they really loved about you. 20 years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to look back and resent the fact that they made you change the way you are or you're so much like them that you don't bring out the good in them anymore like you used to with, with the things that you did differently. I think with us too, like the reason why we were together for so long, we were both so independent. We were, we we're both on our own for so long. Yeah. Like I lived on my own for pretty much a long time and I had to learn how to live in the refugee camp during the war and here with no language. So I was like so independent. I was such a mama. When I met you, I needed that taken care of. I needed someone to smother me in love and affection and infatuation. I needed that for a little while. Mm. And we were like crazy in love, like close to each other. We still are. I'm we still are, yeah, 100%. But our independence sort of gone between us. Okay, now you need to separate yourself a little bit. And we did. Mm. And that's why I think it worked for us all these years. We are together, but we are very independent separately. So we do our shit separately as well. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff that... You like to do, and I got a lot of stuff that I like to do, and it's we don't do them together. We might be side by side while we're doing them sometimes, but we're not doing them together. So basically, breathe different air sometimes. It's good for your uh, lungs. Yeah. <laughs> is there a last one? Yes, it is. The last one is accepting your partner's flaws. You it's don't my have any flaws, favorite do you? one. <laughs> you don't have any flaws. <laughs> I got none. I am just as perfect as you see me. Like we say, just kidding. Like we say, everybody's got flaws. You just got to find the ones that you can love and appreciate in that person. And if you think about it, if you spend all your time trying to change those flaws, then you're going to create friction and not a spark. Oh yeah, for sure. This is what, when it comes to flaws in, in your partner, it's like, there are a few things that are, are inevitable in human beings, Okay. Every person has flaws and imperfections. The sooner you get that in your skull, in your head, the better you'll be. And two is you can never, ever force a person to change. I used to think, oh, I'm going to change those habits after we get married. Oh, he's going to do dishes better. He's going to be more patient. I mean, less patient. <laughs> Too fucking patient. Less patient. He's going to move faster. He's going to do this. He's not going to forget to turn off the lights. There are little things of every human being that are called flaws and imperfections. We cannot live without them because if you didn't have them, you'd be too perfect and it would hit on you. So speaking of being too perfect, so if you look at it in a certain way, it's your perfections that made you attracted to your partner and made you want to be with them. Right. But it's your imperfections that'll make you stay together. 100%. Yeah. So if you can that. appreciate those imperfections, those 
little flaws and maybe you'll find them cute and sexy when she does this or does that, then those are the things that are going to make you last the test of time. And Those are the, the, the sign of a true intimacy and everything that a relationship needs, you know? If you love me and adore me for everything that I put you through and all the things that I do and you still think I am you everything and I'm everything you want, those are the, that's the feeling I get. That's the energy I get from you and I live off of that. I love how you make me feel with all my flaws. And by all means, I have lots of them. I am not fucking perfect and never will be. And I, because you've accepted me and you love me and adore me for that, I, in turn, love you and accept you and adore all your flaws. You know? Yeah, all two of them. <laughs> Do you want me to start? I mean, I will not end. All my fingers will be used, my fingers and toes. Yeah, I'll do the same thing and I'll use all my fingers too. How's that? <laughs> yeah, dirty, dirty boy. This is the type of things that we've learned over the years that helped us have a perfect relationship for each other. And this is why we say the things like, we wish you what we have, is because it's perfect for us. We want you to have a relationship that is perfect for you. You guys, these studies, these, what we were talking about today, they all came from a professional who's been doing this for 40 freaking years. He's the god of gods of relationships. He's done research and his research is based on reality, on truth, on people that he sees, that they, the way they interact with each other, the way they talk to each other. So this is all real. Nothing is fake here. Mm -hmm. What we're talking to you about is the things that made our relationship what it is today. All of you constantly our relationship goals, you guys are goals. Well, this is what happens throughout our relationship to make it the goals that it is. So when we say we wish you what we have, we truly mean it. We mean it. And we're not saying it's the perfections of it. We're saying all the imperfections that we had to go through in a relationship to get us to, to where we are. So listen to this podcast over and over and over related to you. Have it do it your way in your relationship. Yeah. Think of what you would need to do to your relationship in order to be able to say to people, we wish you what we have. And I highly suggest you listen to it with your partner or you send this episode to your partner to listen to as well individually, just to see, to, so you're both on the same page when it comes to this, when you're talking about this, listen to this podcast, have a date night, sit down, you and your partner and talk about all these five points that we just told you about. And sit down and say, okay, where are we going wrong with spending time apart? Where are we going wrong with accepting our partner's flaws? Where are we going wrong with- Being attracted to other people, other especially people. that one. That one's, that one I think is probably the biggest complaint that I hear from people all the time is that, oh, he's liking certain people's pictures on Instagram. Well, you know what? Oh, she's letting other guys slide into her DMs. Like, yeah, but those- Pictures that people put on Instagram, they put on Instagram because they know that they look attractive or they look great and all that stuff. So to get a little appreciation makes them feel happy as well. So, I mean, don't... But don't just talk about them. Like, have an actual, make an intentional night to sit down and talk about this episode on your date night, just the two of you guys, and jot down things that are important to you and be honest about it. A lot of times people say, are you guys open to a relationship? We're like... We have an honest relationship. Raj and I are extremely honest about what we talk about, about how we live our life. If you do the same, if you sit down together and talk about all these things as a couple, you will see this will elevate your relationship and bring you to a higher vibrations, to higher and more positive. Think about it this way. <laughs> we said it earlier in the podcast that you find yourself censoring yourselves all day, all night, to people around you. I know I'm like that because the shit that comes out of my mouth sometimes 
should be censored. <laughs> well, I know that I don't have to do that in front of Nina. I no, do not have no, to no. censor myself in front of Nina. If I do, it's to, to avoid saying something wrong that's going to make her upset. But it's not because I can't be who I am. The last thing you want to do is not be who you are with the person that you love. And that's part of the reason why she loves me so much. And that's part of the reason why I love her so much is because of those truths. On that note, we wish you what we have. Yeah, baby. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you're tuning in from. It means the world to us to have your support on our show in this little mini way. <laughs> you can also stalk us on Instagram at Head Over Heels Show for more juicy stuff. If you have any questions, send them via email at us at hohshow.com or DM us on socials. Thank you for having us between your ears. And as always, we, we wish, wish you what, you what we, have. we have.